Tuesday night, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Nerds Around. It's your boy Sebastian. It's your boy Law. Anyway, Tone from across the hall. And today we have joining us the one, the only. Be Mac. What's going on, guys? What's up? Welcome, Welcome back. back. What's up? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So we it's have a. Good fu- to be back. We always love having our guests back. We always love yes. it. Yes. Anyway. Again, welcome back, VMAC. Um, yes, and we have VMAC with us joining us for the announcements because we are going to go through some announcements because that's what we do. That's what we love to do. And as far as it goes, yes, podcast announcements. So, again, if you guys are not f- subscribing or following the YouTube channel, you are missing out on some awesome creative series interviews. Last interview we just dropped was Aniba Oreo, um, awesome artist behind the comic Forbidden, which you can see Catch the Craze has been really ramping up with pushing out that book and everything. I believe they just did another successful Kickstarter. So again, make sure you're following them to learn more about the comic and all that. It's by the great um, Sam Vera as well as the writer for that. But again, we got to have a sit down with Aniba, learn more about him, um, what fuels him as an artist and everything, and just his creativity. So um, the next interview that's going to dro- drop is going to be Chandra Free. So if you don't know who Chandra Free is, you will learn with this creative series interview. So make sure you're subscribing to the YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitch. You get our lives um, every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Subscribe to us. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and all that TikTok. I make stupid TikToks. Look at me. I get the clips. I put them up there. We have fun. Um, we did our nice little um, you know, shoot where we're all in white. So again, this is where you see all the fun stuff right there because um, we look good in white. We look good in white. That's right. <laughs> Next up, Con, August 28th, 29th, free admissions for everybody, free general admissions to this virtual show, free for artists to participate, but then there are also VIP levels. You said VIP levels? Yes, I said VIP levels. Use code GETNERDY with it, get 10% off um, the VIP levels. Um, if you're a vendor, it gets you 10% off the upgraded booths and everything. Um, again, there are a lot of great stuff in those packages. Make sure you go to the website, inbeyond.com, inbeyondcon.com to learn more about that. Um, again, the show is 28th, 29th. There are over 30 plus panels that have already been planned for this show. Great panels featuring from cosplay to craft making, comic book making, voice acting. So again, you want 
want to keep those dates in there. Geek Sauce said, now I am sad to report that we will not be there live on September 4th, but we will be there September 5th for the virtual show. So if you're in New York, go to the um, Ghost Icon website. Um, they will be having a live show in Staten Island on September 4th, and then they will have a virtual show September 5th. So we will actually be at the virtual show, not the live show, unfortunately, because we were looking forward for that. But again, you know, timing and everything, stuff, life and all that happens. Sorry, but we are looking to do a live um, event to get to meet people and everything, but we will be there with a panel about on September 5th, a panel about, you know, podcasts and everything. Cause we want to help you get the information, learning how to podcast. Finally, um, the 23rd to 24th of, um, October in credit con Poughkeepsie gallery mall, make sure you're following them. Check them out in credit chat. Mike Lopez's show October 23rd, 25th. So if you're in the Poughkeepsie area or if you're in the New York area or in that area in the region over there, close by, make sure um, you're going to their website to find out how you can get the tickets. All right, there we go. And that's, and make sure you check out the Medusa's cascade every Saturday. Um, links are in the description and there we go. That's morning announcements. <laughs> Did I do morning a good job? Announcements? Good job. Morning announcements. That's, he's he's yes. doing it like in school. It's, it's morning for someone. <laughs> right, right. That, <laughs> for someone. Okay, so let's get into it. Um, I guess like the first one we want to talk about is um Masters of the Universe, not He-Man, because it wasn't called He-Man, because VMAC pointed that out. It is not called He-Man, it's called Masters of the Universe. So, first of all, Revelations. Every, Revelations. Yeah. So I want People. everybody to get in get in on this. Come on. I'm gonna drink my water now. Who's going first? Not it. He's first. <laughs> Not it. Nope. I mean, I don't think I'm going to have the popular opinion here, but uh, I'll go first then, I guess. Um, so, so for me, I have to let me get rewind a little bit because I did not watch He-Man as a kid. I know of He-Man. I know of She-Ra. I don't remember any of the shows. However, I did have action figures. Older brothers had action figures. I had toys. I don't just know of it. I do remember Dolph Lundgren's movie. Masters of the Universe, I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm watching it as an adult now. I probably wouldn't, but it was, you were like a child. It was magic. It was great. Um, for me, when I first started this, I watched it for this show, guys, because I, I didn't, had it, didn't really have an intention to watch it. But first episode, I was completely confused. Um, did they just kill He-Man? I think this is his show. And they're like, wait a minute. Okay. Get second episode. I recognized um, the voice acting though. Evil Lynn, I knew she was Cersei. I was like, that's Cersei. Hold on. So then it forced me to then now look into the show more. And third episode, I'm like, yeah, they really didn't bring back He Man. Hold on. Who the hell is this Tila character? So I'm liking it. I'm enjoying it. The artwork is great. Um, I find out later that it's the same people who did Castlevania, the amazing. I love the artwork. I love the animation. The story isn't bad. I just didn't know what to expect. So it forced me to then pause in the middle. And I'm like, okay, let me find out what's going on. Because I, I, maybe I don't know He-Man. Maybe I don't know the show. Um, and I went on YouTube and said, 10 things you should watch before watching Masters of the Universe Revelations. And um, gave you a bunch of crap about He-Man in the 80s and all the different things that they went through. And I was like, okay, so this is going to be different. So then went back to the show and mm -hmm. then just took it for what it was. And I actually enjoyed it for what it was. Um, not relating it to anything to He-Man. The storyline was pretty decent. It gave me He-Man characters. I didn't like that Orko died. Um, that I was sad about. 
Um, I didn't oh, like Tony oh. do the thing. Tony do the thing. I mean, at this point, it's it's on Netflix. It's I mean, okay. unless it's you okay. want to tone. Oh, did I do spoilers? Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I wasn't. We're we'll, we'll, we'll do this. Uh, we'll do this just for just for George. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it was, I enjoyed it. I, I, I re- went back after I finished the series to see responses and people's reactions. People were pissed. People are pissed because they, it was, I guess it was marketed as a He-Man show, but I didn't see any of that. And people were like, oh, how could you kill He-Man twice? Oh my God. I just really thought it was a very strong show. It was done well for me. I love the animation. I loved the, um, artwork of it. Tila is a good character. The actors are great. Um, I would have liked to see more He-Man, obviously, and I'm pretty sure we're going to see that more. I don't think he died in that second part. I don't think. I think Tila probably will. Her magic will probably come out, and will help He-Man, and it'll be something more duo-related in the second half of the series. I just think they wanted to build the strong character that they didn't build on. No, before. I think they because um. I mean, I was having that conversation with Tone and, and mentioning the law that I really think the show was more of like building the world of the Masters of the Universe, not necessarily He-Man. But right. Tone, I'm gonna I'm gonna tag you in because you know you gotta do George's favorite thing and then get your get your groove on. I mean, the big spoilers happened. Uh, Sorry, you know, we, no, it's all good. We're, it's all good. We're talking He-Man. We're talking Record of Ragnarok. Uh, you know, we're talking about everything that happened that He Man was yeah. shanked and then got thinking back to life and then got stabbed again. Orlo <laughs> died. And uh, anyone who doesn't like this show because it's focusing on Tila and not He Man is a man child. So, you know, there's that. Um, I'm here for it. I'm look, I I'm surprised you got, I, I thought I was gonna be the only one no, who liked no, it. No, oh no, 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 oh no, no, okay. no, 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 and I'm here for Skeletor because I love the original Skeletor voice actor and the Skeletor memes and all the other crap. Mm-hmm. And I have the power, all that. But I, right. I know all of that, but I have no right. connection to it. So right. I went into this like, I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, versus like, I love original Transformers, but I don't have a connection to them because I didn't watch them. I'm a Beast Wars kid. So like, those are my Transformers. So when I watch, when I watch Transformers Kingdom, I'm sure I will have opinions on how they do the uh it's the gonna be good and the maximals right but i'm still okay. probably gonna enjoy it because i have a connection mm-hmm. to it he meant i have nothing for it so there's my kind of just letting it out there gotcha um also like looking at how it was marketed sure the animation was really great and we saw a lot of he-man and we didn't really know what the deal was but they went on record and went on purpose to call the show masters of the universe revelations the original show was he-man and the masters of the universe then you've got the new adventures of he-man and he-man and the masters of the universe for 2002 and they decided to take he-man out and focus on all of these other characters because we've Mm -hmm. had Years on years on years on years of Prince Adam being He-Man. I mean, it's different times, you know. How so, long can you? Yeah, uh, and I I like what they did with the with the other characters. You got rid of the two big bat two big characters from the jump. You got rid of Skeletor and you got rid of of, of He-Man off the cuff. And can I say to- Mark Hamill and Skeletor was like the perfect match? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's, 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 it's great. great. The I, voice acting I was really happy with. I'm I'm watching it. I'm like I don't I don't get the problem. I enjoyed it. I liked 
the arc that Tila went through and like you really feel for the fact that she felt betrayed mm-hmm. uh, that she did not know the secret and this whole thing of her being built up and her pro- I don't know the show but I'm assuming part of her biggest responsibilities was protecting Prince Adam, Adam. and, and it was didn't all, need it it was all fugazi it was all bullshit like her 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 whole identity has been protecting this kid and who's always been saved she's like I did a good job when in reality Prince Adam's next to me <laughs> we're, we're, we're kicking ass but prince adam's next to me i have no idea and mm-hmm. so i understand when she gets to that point she's like i'm done i'm done with all this you guys are supposed to be my friends my family you don't tell me this i quit i go find my own journey and i'm i'm good with that i think it's great for her to go off on her own have her own sort of self and figure it out and then all the other characters from the he-man universe kind of coming together and making this hodgepodge group to kind of figure out to kind of take away from this whole techno, uh, techno cyborg thing that was yeah. saving the magic of Eternia and and everything, and kind of getting some feels for Evil Lynn and kind of feeling bad and kind of being like, oh, she's gonna get some retribution, but you know, Lena Headey plays a bad person all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, she can't, play, she can't play a good guy. Like I just like I knew that Lena Headey had like some ulterior motives, but when she went with Skeletor at the end, you kind of fell for it. It didn't just feel like she's continuing on. It just felt like. Like, I really liked you kids, but I got to do what I got to do. Right. And then, and then they end the show with Skeletor having the sort of power. Like, who would have fucking thought of that? Right. That like, That's something that I don't think ever happened in the original series. No. And I then know. for it to end this way, you're like, holy shit, he just accomplished what they prevented for like 200 episodes or whatever. Yeah. And like the previous episode, you focus on all the other champions. Like you see them all and you see how they're really good people and they're just there enjoying paradise. And you see King Grayskull and how it's all kind of like an honor to be there. And then at the end, Skeletor gets the soda power, says the words, and he is now a champion. And mm-hmm. how they deal with that is setting up for the, the next season. And to your point, Val, I think that's probably when we'll see a little bit of more Prince Adam and seeing more He-Man, but it's to your point, a relationship, a one-on-one relationship of He-Man and, and Tila and not just He-Man just running the show. We'll see both mm-hmm. of them as very strong characters as equals seeing eye to eye, which uh, I'm assuming back in the show, we didn't really have that. Um, no, right. the, the, the um, show was a 30 minute commercial. Yeah. It was a toy well, commercial. Yeah. I, and to think, it's a fucking toy commercial. So even if right. you know, it's a fucking, I, I, I love I, the Transformers 86 movie, but it's a fucking toy movie. It's it's amazing movie. I, it's amazing. I love it, but it's a toy movie. But I enjoyed these five episodes. I want to see part two. I want to see what else would they do with it. Um, I don't. I don't get all the hate. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I I was gonna add that. You know, I like that you brought the, the champions and everything because if you all looked at it too, um, Prince Adam was the only one that chose to be in his normal form in the afterlife, which they called his lesser self, which I yeah. found very interesting wording where he just yeah. being more true to himself i think which yeah. was like, it yeah i mean it, it it gave a lot more for the he-man character too because that that just explained more of his character mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. um yeah i'm in agreement with all you guys like this was oh. i i went into it where i was like i don't really have any um like preconceived notions of the story and you know who these characters are i don't have a deep connection to them so i'm going in essentially blind um shy of maybe like a few history of episodes and like shira you know um but i don't even know that they're connecting it or what have you and 
to be fair, Netflix has done an amazing job with with uh, both Voltron and Shira that I was like, I'm not worried. Kevin Smith is like show running this, and I was like, nerds. Has he not given us enough credit? Like, has he not shown that he's the guy that you want to trust with a project because he's a nerd who loves lore? Like, it's not like he's going to just go in there blind and just be like, I'm going to throw this on the wall, see what sticks, and then take that off, throw it in a blender, and then, like, give you guys garbage. Yeah. No, he's going to be, like, he knows that this is, like, a, a childhood pastime for so much, like, people. Why would he, like, you know, be careless with it? with like this big of a project um did a very good job with the marketing because they he, they knew what they were doing they were gonna get everyone to watch it by saying oh, you know master of the universe and showing he-man and like dope 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 trailer and then just knock out skeletor mm. and he-man in the first episode like fam did not see that coming but i'm here for it because mm-hmm. again i'm here for the stories that like are new takes on old, you know, rewashed stories. You know, mm-hmm. like we've seen enough. I'm sure, you know, and Tom was, uh, you know, telling all the series we've done before. Like, give me something new. Obviously, they're giving you revelations. They're giving you stuff that's going to add to the lore of this universe. I and, think they're giving more. more character content, also, because from what I understood after watching the series and looking into it more, there's no continuity in the original series. Each episode was just like a piece together thing thrown there, and it didn't combine with anything else. And it was just like, oh, we've been defeated, Skeletor, haha, yay, and that was yeah. it. But- so. I don't know why people are so mad. <laughs> I don't. They got, so it's one of those things where like they fell in love with the idea of something and it's like, yeah, but that's not what I promised. He, at mm-hmm. no point did we say we're getting He-Man and Masters of the Universe. Like that wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. It, like we all said, it's Masters of the Universe revelations. So they put their own expectations of, oh my gosh, we're going to get a new He-Man show. No one said that. Right. No it, one said that. But at least to your point where like they were building a universe. Um, because again, like there's a lot of people who wanted to see He-Man come to stream, but it wasn't titled He-Man, it was titled Master of the Universe Revelations. Um, and one of the things that I saw what they were doing was that they were building a world. They were building a world, and the two episodes we did get He-Man, I think they did more for the character than the entire series did. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm probably the only one here who did watch the series. And let's be real, the original series was like a 30-minute um cartoon 30-minute commercial. The, I did. That was horrible. That that is probably like one of I, the worst ones. So I watched little bits of it, and um I was told from a friend that they that Kevin Kevin Smith might be inspired by that 2000 well, me, series because yeah. it has a lot of lore in it. But let me address Michael's code because Michael Sammartino is awesome. If you guys don't know Michael Sammartino, check him out on AK for the radio. Um, but yeah, I, I get with that where a lot of people are upset that they knocked out He-Man, but it, it technically wasn't his show when they it, it's Masters of the Universes. I mean, and from a- what I... I mean, I mean, just let me, let me, yeah, yeah, I mean, just to touch up on it, it, it felt like we were getting a bigger world build. And from what I got was that the two episodes we did get He-Man, there was a lot explained more about his character of how he is a just person. Um, Again, Mike, just to go back when um 
when he came back from the Garden of Heroes, he chose to stay in his Prince Adam form. He didn't, he wasn't in his He-Man form. Mm -hmm. And that explained a lot about his character. So I feel like just those two episodes, they did him justice. And I feel that once we, Powerhouse Studios, Kevin Smith um, and Powerhouse did great with Castlevania. I feel like they did a great job with this show. Um, they did a great job with building the lore of the characters because He-Man has a lot of characters. Yeah. An abundance of characters in its universe. And at the original time, it was done to sell toys. Now it's like you're we're, we're trying to a deep story dive. around them. Yeah, and and I just see the possibilities of different spin-offs building from this world with what they were doing. If the show was called He-Man Masters of the Universe, yes, I agree. But it was titled Masters of the Universe Revelations. And yes, we 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 got He-Man back. But we also got his whole universe that was starting to be fleshed out and everything that we never really got to see on the right. on the screen. That's just I, my point. I think he'll have a much stronger role in the next part of this series season. Um, I think they wanted to build more so it wasn't just about one character. I mean, yeah. it's not. And that's one of the things that I don't think anyone we didn't have that before. Like they were saying, they even the, like was the Cyclops guy, they didn't they made him a, like a cult leader. Right. Um. And that was something they said was different because I watched like when we were doing the after talking and stuff like that. The, the after show. Yeah. I forgot what they call it, but um, it it was just it gave us new characters. It gave us stronger existing characters that weren't just sidelined. And I think that's probably why they focused this part on it. it was that we lost who we knew Skeletor and He-Man. Now we're going to find a way to bring them back. And I don't think they're going to be gone because they are staples in the show. Yeah. I don't think it's just going to be Teal. I think this was just this journey here and then it'll combine and make it more of a universe type of thing. Yeah. Cause now like it's tone pointed, like, like we pointed out and yeah, I know what you mean, uh, Michael, with the whole thing with market is he man again, marketing, they do that. They got us so excited, but it was like with tone's point was that, you know, we have a bigger story. And so Val's point um, again, too, is that there's a bigger story being told, even though it was marketed that way, they marketed, I think heavily was the first episode. We didn't get much of what was going on with the story, but um, to end it the way that they did with Skeletor getting the sort of power, it, it should be known that there's a lot more that they have planned into this world. And like you said, Val, right. there's going to be probably more of Prince Adam now working with Tila. We're trying to make things better. Exactly. That's. I think that it's going to grow. I think Michael. Uh, Michael mentioned he's not from. They came from the radio, but nobody. Oh, that's that's uh, my bad. <laughs> but uh, just to just to jump, just to jump, just to jump on one of the on one of Michael's comments too is like I I get the first critique because while I we talked about and we prefaced the whole thing that they took He Man out of the title, we also have to recognize that Masters of the Universe. Is he it's in conjunction to He-Man. <laughs> right. like, like you can't just ignore ignore that. Like sure, we can say on paper and all this other stuff, but Masters of the Universe usually means one-to-one -one means He-Man. So I get when people are like, I wanted a He-Man show. I didn't, you know, and seeing him, you know, seeing him but kick ass and all that stuff. But we are going to get a He-Man show. The expectation too. of wanting He-Man. However, what they gave us wasn't bad. No, no, no I agree. It wasn't I agree. Bad at all. And, and I Which think is, if you get past the part that he died in the first episode, okay, great. I, but they're worked on bringing him back. That doesn't mean yeah. he's gone forever. Um, I also the scene where where she's in like their hell, um, and she has to fight against He-Man and then herself. 
that the animation of that scene on her weapon and and the way they did the staff into the sword into the 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 grappling hook her fighting against he meant was dope i mean there's so much there's a lot there's a lot of good things in this show that it doesn't overshadow yeah you know them losing i don't know i just don't think that was the I don't know why people are upset. I, think, I get oh, I, no, well, I, I don't either. But we are get yeah. we are getting just to throw a preface out yeah. there. We are also getting a second He-Man show that is not a part of Revelations. We're getting the more uh, branded for kids. We're getting we're getting a He-Man and the Masters of the Universe show on Netflix, right. which right. I think is like Mattel based and all this other stuff. And it'll is probably that be closer tying into any of the I don't know stuff. A, I don't know if it's a tie-in or if it's like a reboot, like a reboot of the franchise because Revelations is a continue of the franchise from what we knew. And mm. I think he. Man and the Masters Universe is a reboot to kind of bring in a new audience, kind of like what they did with Shira. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll definitely be getting a show that's not Revelations that will probably just be like popcorn watching He Man kick ass, which is fine too. I think both both work where we can have we can have multiple shows. It, I think it know? depends on what you, what kind of content you want. I guess that's yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm Pat. It's that. And Mike says, please don't get me wrong. Also, as long as the story is good, I'm good. But yeah. I also just want some human. I think we I think all want to like more human. Yeah, we're just going to get are. more human. I don't think he died in that second, in that last episode. Yeah. I think it was more to paint the picture of Skeletor finally succeeding. Yeah. And making him a more, a stronger villain, I think. Because as opposed to just a joke, you know. Yeah, because yeah. I, 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 yeah. And I think with the show... And what I really like what they did is this is that because in the cartoon, again, like I said, the original cartoon felt like it well, it was to sell toys. I feel like what we're getting with the show is that we're seeing the hero's journey for all of the characters that we haven't seen before. Like Orko. Orko, I mean, you, I cried for that scene. I mean, I mean, I didn't cry, but I felt sad for that scene. But that was like, you know, Orko was at his moment. But it's like, you know, wow. Cringer had a moment. Like, yeah, Cringer I, had a I'm moment. Here for and the characters who feel like background characters, like mm-hmm. main characters. Yeah. But yeah, it's those stories. And like I said, Duncan, I think we're gonna get first of yeah. the voice actor for Duncan was the dude from um Game of Thrones. Yeah, Davos. Um, Yes, I. Uh, Yo, man just, at arms. I'm no. here for man at arms. I, want man <laughs> man. No. I need that period of time when man at arms by himself with his man bun. I need that. Yo, that <laughs> would be nice. Give us a flashback of when he got banished to before Tila found him. What's he been doing? He, I want to know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I will say that the show, the show needed to take out He Man and Skeletor from the beginning. They needed I think to do so. Because, I think so because yeah. Skeletor wouldn't have succeeded. Well, that, but also the show just would have been about the two of them. We would have had five yeah. episodes of the two of them at odds with each other. And if mm-hmm. you get rid, because that's all the first show was. What's what's Skeletor's plan of the day? And how is He-Man and the group going to gonna solve the plan of the day? And so right. you get rid of those two, and now you're forced in a place of what are we going to do with these characters? And, and I, I think, think that, you know, that was no, a yeah. good choice, but a good creative choice to move this show forward. Mm-hmm. Into into today's world, it's and giving it a, com- a common goal between enemy and and like, yes, yeah, make it yeah. complex. It's not black and white. It's not good versus evil. Uh, I think Evil Lynn right. will probably betray Skeletor in the second season. I'm oh, calling yeah. it right I mean, now. Think Skeletor's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like you that know? they did that though. Like you, again, we keep going with the sword of power. Um, they're giving because when they show like He Man, even in the flashbacks, he was kind of already OP in the show. Which again, we had to get this OP character stepping back. 
um, with all the stuff that happened. So it's like, how do you depower an OP character? And they kind of showed it. And now we're going to see even more of that hero's journey, not just for Tila, but we're now going to get that with um, Prince Adam, which again, I I was really happy when we had that we saw him with all the previous heroes, Gray Skull and everybody in the afterlife, and right. how they were picking on him, but yet they were like, you know, he was like Gray Skull pointed out, he was the only champion that chose to be in his normal form. That explained a lot about his character, and that's something that was like, you know, and they were like, dude, if you go back, you can't come back here. They told him that they're like, you can't come back. You're foregoing that. And he looked at Tila. was like, no, I have to go back. I have to, you know, and you could kind of see that they're kind of hinting something between him and Tila there. And then um, with the fact that he was like, you know what? I have to hold the sword again. And he held the sword. And then that moment, that shocker moment, that Skeletor just came in like, eh, I'm going to jab you and all that. So now it gives them an even bigger bad to fight because now Skeletor with the, the sword of power. And, and on top of that, it's like, what is Prince Adam going to do about this now? Because this how is do you new... how do you get back your power? And you you lost twice. Yep. Well, the first was... time he sacrificed himself. I mean, yeah. that's going to be. I think we're going to see a different journey in the second half. And 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 again, I I trust with what they're doing with the Heemaker because I feel like they showcase so many characters, including him and this, their personalities of who they are. They, they went deeper with the characters. That's just in my opinion. And that's what Kevin Smith got needs me. to watch this. Yes. Yes. Kevin <laughs> yeah. Smith. We Don't feel you down guy. Yeah. I yeah. Like, did a good like, job. Like I didn't like the woke arguments or anything like that because I just thought that that was just dumb. It's just like, listen, if I understand the argument that, you know, you felt like it was marketed wrong because I, I get on my soapbox about Yasuke, the, the Netflix anime that they marketed it wrong when we thought we were getting a history piece, but we had watered down Ninja Scroll. Um, and I can understand that. I can. Um, but as a fact as that, it's, it, it was masters of the universe. And I feel like. I, I also, I also think too, like. It, the show comes out like, yeah, sure, you can have your issue with with not seeing enough He-Man, you know, as Michael was talking about, and that's a, I think that's a valid critique to have, you know, but also it, you gotta think about, like, what these shows were back in, like, the 80s, where He-Man is this brolic-ass fucking dude. Barbarian. <laughs> just kicking ass with no, with nothing else, like a blank mm -hmm. slate, and I would assume that Adam was a less, what you would consider to be a lesser man, not brolic, mm -hmm. not not anything. So that type of masculinity back in eight in eighties was was accepted and what people strive for. And that's we're we're moving past that. You know, Wait. it makes sense that Adam's character, like to to see Bass's point, why did Adam choose himself versus the versus his brolic self? Right. Mm -hmm. That's the story that they're trying to tell and trying to bring out the fact that uh men can be men and you can be masculine and have emotions and and do all this and have power and have an identity really? crisis. Cause I think Adam will have an identity crisis because he doesn't have his power. Right. And I think those are the stories we need to tell. We don't need the rehash story, a brolic guy, big, strong punch ground, fight bad guy. Like, I'm, <laughs> you know, like, oh, you know, I'll, play that, I'll play that character in D and D that's who, fine. Who pointed out? Right. But I'm, <laughs> I want to see something else. Right. Who, right. For it. I agree. Who pointed out in the original series. I'm sorry, Mike. Aww. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and it's like, if you think, yes, it is. It really is. And we are standing to reach six feet. But if you really think about it, look at the original series, how they drew Prince Adam. I think you made the joke about that the, the other day, Tone, where it's like, it's Prince Adam. 
and then it's um He-Man, and they're both the same size, same haircut, and everything. It was a Superman well, effect yeah, with that. That, that shit don't make no sense, but it's fine. <laughs> I need to see this. He's got, a, he's got a pink vest, or he's got a loincloth. Like, those are the big differences. <laughs> really? So, is he just as brolic? Yeah, no, in the, in the original cartoon. Prince Adam? No, Prince Adam is a shrimp. But like, and but they make it very like apparent that he's wearing pink and like he's wearing tights. Like, like they make it very apparent that he's a very effeminate type of character. And then no, he yeah, is I like see him. the pinnacle of masculinity with like fucking muscles on muscles on muscles, which again in the eighties was was fine. It was accepted. That's why Dolph Lundgren plays him in the fucking movie, right? Like you want right. to play him, <laughs> you know? And that's I, I'm not critiquing whatever. That's the eighties. I just we don't need that now. Look, times have changed. It's times of you know, thirty-seven and, and, years later. Yeah, like thirty-eight years. So uh, I, I just saw, googled a picture of him, and it—he looks sprawling. It doesn't even make sense, but okay. But yeah, it's yeah, pink shirt. Yeah. Well, yeah, there, there was that, and also too, he had an orange tan. Like, let's let's I, bring it up. You can. It was mace. It was literally made for a toy. You can tell. I mean, they, they're going to just pretty much show. Toy. I remember the toy for He-Man. I remember the Battle Cat and Skeletor. My my brothers had it, but it was just I didn't know anything about the show back then. Didn't it came you out get, the year was born. Didn't you get like a discount on on one of the the castles for um at Comic Con? Thundercats, bro. That's completely oh, different. Dude, Hold on. Different, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, I had the tower and everything. So uh, Thundercats Thunder is so good. You know, can't talk about that 2010 show, man. Gone too soon. All right. It was. Oh, oh my god. I they, this one there you go. There you go. It's the same guy. It's the exact same thing. And, and you didn't clothes. know. Wait, and he changed, you and, didn't and, know. And he has a, and he has a oh, filter. He has a ten. The spray ten. I mean, again, they they explained it better with it in the cartoon. Like literally, you know, because obviously this is hand drawn back in the day. But the way, like, even looking at the muscle lines, it's his clothes are literally a layer on Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You take a layer and a filter in Photoshop. Like you have yeah. the He-Man, and then you put the the layer in the filter, and you're good to go. It was just the like, only difference. Oh, sorry, we're not we're gonna stop roasting He-Man right that no, right no, there. No, no, but no, I, I think I it, want it, more. It. I'm I'm ready for part two. I'm ready for part two. But um, we yeah. could we could be with He-Man forever. Let's get into the next hour because um, everybody's verdict on He-Man, I give it a thumbs up. I want to see what they let's do get, with the season two. More, let's do more. Let's develop the story because I Kevin I feel Smith, I trust in Powerhouse. Yes. I yes. trust. Yes. 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 That. <laughs> made the show honestly the animation is just really good so it's good. really good and with what they did with castlevania i, I mean visually it's just yeah it's visually stunning and, and powerhouse they, for a reason and mm-hmm. and if powerhouse if you're listening tone is still waiting for you guys to get the rights for berserk so you can do berserk he has been waiting for that they still don't they still don't know what they're doing after after he passed away they haven't decided on what the what the path is or Oh, it's very man. undecided. It'll be a, a a shame to not even finish the man's work. This magnum opus that he started in the nineties. So you'll get give, the next give, a, give give something. Now let's get on to our record of Ragnarok. Uh, this is another Netflix anime that came out. Um, it was actually being distributed by um, Netflix. And um, as far as it goes, I would say the manga is better. That is my opinion on that. But um, I will let you guys lean on this. Um, Law, you have the happy face. We're going to have you jump into this one. I knew you were going to fucking pick me first. It had to be. I mean, I went last. (laughs) (laughs) He could have picked Tone. He could have went himself. (laughs) 
Um, so, all right. I'll, I, I kind of told you guys. So my nephew, Zay, is a huge, huge manga uh, reader. And he has been reading this since it came out uh, virtually. Him and my nephew, uh, Jael. And uh, late last year, early this year, they were like, yo, you have to read. Like, I know you don't read manga. Read this manga. And I was like, I right, bet. Then I heard that the manga of Rock and Rock and Rock was being turned into an animated series and it was getting picked up by Netflix. So I was mm-hmm. like, yo, Zayas, bad, let's do it. He was like, yo, it's going to be everything. All the hype, let's go. So he's super hype. I'm super getting ready for it, whatever what have you. And he just texted me and he was like, don't do it to yourself. And I was like, what happened? He was like, yo, I checked Twitter that morning. And a clip broke out where uh, one of the best like opening fights got completely like it was it was a garbage depiction like a, a adaptation. And I was like, "What do you mean?" He was like, "Bro, just don't do it. just don't do it." The hurt in his voice was the same hurt that I had seeing Percy Jackson go from book to screen. It I love Percy Jackson. Did you read the book though? No, that's why you like. That's why you like it. That's why. Val, I love you so much. But (laughs) (laughs) okay, whatever. Once you once you read the book, you'll understand why. You'll understand the pain. Okay, I'm not gonna argue that because I feel that way with every book I read. This is why with certain things I have to separate it. There's there's two types of pain that are horrible in this world. Well, actually, three. There are three types of pains that are horrible in this world. (laughs) The first one Dragon is no, no Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson. The way Game of Thrones end, and when you stub your toe on something. Oh wow! No, when you step on a I Lego. Was, I was just gonna go. There with you that, go. That on a Lego, which are uh, Dragon Ball. Uh, you think Dragon Ball is a bad adaptation? The of Dragon Ball Evolution movie? Garbage. Oh, the movie. Okay, absolutely okay, garbage. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely horseshit. Um, Anything that was derived Avatar, from a video the, game. The Last Airbender. Garbage. Oh, I mean, with Ong? Well, yeah, absolutely hot garbage. We don't talk about it. And, and that, and then, that, that and, first and of all, that. And Percy Jackson. Okay. You know what? I won't argue with that. <laughs> so, this is the mic. Uh, so, anyways, getting back to the record. I love it. Oh, Michael. Ragnarok. Good one. Good one. Good I think one. you're going to like the second season, Michael. <laughs> I, 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 I promise. So, I, I'm calling it. Uh, yo, she knows. She knows. Oh man, it was such hurt. It hurt so um, much. So you watching have, watching Dorn in Game of look Thrones. At, look hurt. at the concept. Okay, I'm, I'm look at the, look at the concept of Record of Ragnarok. Right? You have yes. uh, all of the gods in all of mythos, like sitting yes. in a pantheon, and they are voting to essentially say we're going End to humanity. eliminate humanity, mm-hmm. just erase them. They're, they're done, they, they're whatever the case is. And one of the Valkyries steps up and goes, why don't you guys use your claws, your little, you know, whatever, and have them fight for it in a mm-hmm. tournament. 13 mm-hmm. of gods, 13 uh, champions for for, uh, for humans. Whoa. I was I like, my- word? That's the concept? Bet. That's Zayas- what he told me, and I was sold. I was sold. Yo, it's so right. good. Yeah, that's we, what, we so, had this conversation. That's how I was about. introduced to it. Yes, that's how I was like, guys, you got to read this because I'm reading it, and it was like, I was so blown. It was so good. The idea, the concept, so, everything. 
And the, then that trouble happened when so everyone remembers Thor's origin story backstory thing. It literally just felt like I was watching like someone read a book to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was my first. Book. That was the and, first sign. And, that, I, yeah. and I was like that, that, that shitty outline story of, that somebody, like, wait. What oh is that? They need Powerhouse. Oh if they had Powerhouse to do the animation, it felt, bro, it, it would like, be sick. It felt like they either took the pages from the book and slightly clip studio whatever the most minimal effort like animation. It's sad because the artwork is so good. That's the artwork is so good, I'm, I'm so, but so the anima- the way they animated it, it just doesn't give you the feeling that. And yep. even some of the music was like, "Oh, this doesn't fit here." Like this show had one. It's, the show has one job, and you got to show the fights. Mm-hmm. That's it's, your, it's what it is. It's a, it's all a, the flash and a boom. No, that's why the Adam the Adam Zeus. PowerPoint presentation of showing the still images and then hearing. And then here's the pace, and then everything in the I'm background. Like, what the fuck is going on here? All right, All right. I, I'm I'm done, but I'm just like that's my initial like. I'm, I'm just looking up the studio. It, but I'm just like I'm over it. I'm I'm, I was I was so disappointed. I mean, I was really uh, excited okay. about this. It was just so it was supposed to be much better because I was excited about reading it. Then I was there were some YouTube videos that. I was telling you guys that they piece together pictures of the actual manga and they put some music behind it and they, they, they run like an hour long and nice. That's what I was watching. So I'm like really hyped about this manga. So I'm reading it. Then I see the trailer come out and I'm like, yes, they're going to put it on Netflix. This is going to be great. Okay. And I was so disappointed. I mean, there are some parts that I enjoyed, but it didn't, give me the feeling that I expected when I'm seeing one of a great manga being animated. Like, I'm like, I'm I, looking forward to seeing this like, animated. I'm looking forward to it. And it didn't happen. Anime hype moment, right? Like mm-hmm. everyone could like just picture in their head that like, Oh my gosh, this entire anime was supposed to be that all the time. Right. And it didn't live up to that. Cause it's just like, this is not even too much on story. It's literally fighting and you want to animate that in the most clearest Bro, because if, if Castlevania that had more story than fighting could be animated better, like it doesn't, oh, it frustrated me. It frustrated me. You got Castlevania; they're still moving at crazy speeds, but they're showing every. You see every movement. movement. You oh see even the oh, the flames and everything. And now you got Poseidon standing there doing this, and you don't even see him moving his freaking trident. It's just movement in the background, and it's like oh. Yeah, we tagging in tone. Sorry. Yep, yep. Tone tagged in. That's it. Take a book. Let's read a book. <laughs> read, read the fucking manga, guys. Yes, it's. I fucking love you, Tone. Castlevania's dope as fuck. Exactly. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. No. The manga is worth Mike. it. Mike. I. 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 Uh, look, I watched it first. I watched the first 12 I watched the whole thing because I figured I'm just gonna put myself through it. Um and as I was watching some some of the scenes were like, cool, this works. And then like I realized that the story just kind of forces you into it. We're at the trot, we're at the the we're at the pantheon of all the gods, and then we're at we're at the fucking fight. Like I'm like, oh, we're there is no backstory here. It's just it's just it's just 13 fights. Right. And yet we're gonna drag out fights. 
for for three episodes, and then at the end of the fight, we're gonna be like, "Hey, here's how long the fight went. Eight minutes." It's like well, that was that was sixty minutes of my life for an eight minute <laughs> fight. Like, which you know, okay. I had a, I have I I enjoy the manga a lot. I think it's really dope. I think uh, what they do with the characters and how what they do with their backstory. I think uh, the show ends with the Hercules Jack the Ripper fight starting. You mm-hmm. read that story. And off the cuff, you're like, I want Hercules to win because fuck, it's Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. Um, but like when you read about it and they give Jack the Ripper his own spin because we don't know anything about the guy because mm-hmm. we don't know who he is. They give it his own story. And so you get a feel for who he was. Obviously, killing women is never a good thing. Uh, but like you you understand and really I've read on some of the Reddit that people are like, yo, I wanted Hercules to win and I wanted Jack the Ripper to win both for their own reasons. Mm-hmm. Um because you know Jack the Ripper, they make him a little a little complex, and Hercules, like he's Hercules. The challenges of Hercules, he helped people, yet right. he forced as a god to fight for the gods and kill a human, and they That's make him, the other thing. The, you know, the so. matchups are perfect. It's Dude, literally the, opposing the Shiva, I, 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 the Shiva or, fight, or, or, the Shiva fight, man, so good. Oh, I, I don't know about I don't know about them yeah. more than what Zeus has told me. But like you figure, the first fight you have two of like the strongest human and the strongest guy. I didn't even know who Lubu, so, Lubu was up until oh, the either. show. It was all in the Wikipedia's. Oh, I definitely did. Before. When I was reading it, when I went, when I was reading the manga, I'm looking. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? So I went in Wiki, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. okay. I did. I will say for me, the aha moment in this show was was definitely um, Adam's introduction, Adam and Zeus's introduction. That musical score that Hermes did was, was pretty cool. But that, I think that's the only thing that really stood out for me. Um, so I just, I just, <laughs> you wrote Masters of the yeah. Universe. We have to read it. I want to read it. So yeah, Michael Servitino is an indie writer. So again, Mike, we got to definitely connect. Oh, but, um, he, he loves He-Man, huh? But um, I just learned something about Record of Ragnarok, and I think that this might – I mean, I'm looking at the so – the studio that did this was called Graphic, Graphic – I can't even say the name. Graphic Nika? Yeah, Graphic Nika. And I think that this was their first animation production. Oh, yes, and yes, Jack the Ripper and Fate is a woman in drawing – yes, Jack the Ripper and Fate is awesome. Yo. Thank you for bringing that Badass. up. Badass. Badass. But I think that the uh, Record of Ragnarok is their first animation production because I'm looking through their list and they've worked on a lot of other animations, but different things such as compositing, editing. So it didn't, this looks like that this was their first full, okay, we're going to do everything. We're doing the whole animation. And I think that's one, it, it, this should have went to another studio to, to do this animation justice. That's right, this, this, the, the, when did the manga come out? Because it's fairly recent and new. Uh, yeah, it's no, about no. 50 episodes, uh, 50 issues right now. Uh, I'll tell you in a second. Came out in August of 2019. Yeah. So you got a brand, At least that's a brand when new studio with, this, with, a, with a manga that's this much gas? I just shared come the on, link man. with everybody because that's, yeah, it's it's like this. It's like um, the premise of the, the manga and everybody was talking about the manga. Like the manga is really, 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 it's supposed to be good, right? The manga is awesome. Great premise. Again, it's the gods versus the humans. It, it's Zeus fighting Adam. It's it's Thor fighting um, Abu No. Um, Abu, am I saying I actually name? really like the um, the twist that they put on some of these characters. Like the, yeah. the eye thing with Adam. 
Um, I wasn't anticipating that. I thought that was an interesting way to write that in and how to make him compete against a god. Um, they do a great job in the manga. I, I mean, I, I will say the story is good. It's an exciting show. It's just fighting. I, I, they just lost me with the animation in this in this series. <laughs> yes. It's pronounced the manga. Yes, yes. It's literally. They say it's um. It's a bad. It's it's a bad adaption. It's a re put it this way. He Man versus Record of Ragnarok. Well, so no, no, no. It's a it's a it's a faithful adaptation. It's just yeah. bad animation. It's, yes. I would agree with that That's because it's it still Record of Ragnarok, still a good show. Yeah, they, like, I mean it's not not a good show, a good story, um, and it's depicted well. The artwork is good, but yeah. uh, all it, the things that happened failed one to in one, bringing you know. it to life. It didn't yeah. bring it to life, and that's that's the problem. Yeah, they, it, they rely very heavily on the on the CGI animation, and and I think it, it just. I don't know if there also, was enough time or the, if there was the balance of CGI you know. to regular. I don't know. We will <laughs> try to veal. <laughs> Enjoy. Enjoy. All right. But uh, I don't, yeah. You're like, welcome tone. to stay. Did, did the balance all, all right, CGI, Shrek, this. the balance of CGI versus the other animation styles that were used feel balanced at all? It felt weird because they, I felt right. that there were animation styles that clashed at certain points in this. Mm -hmm. um, like they didn't know what to stick with. Because we've yeah. seen other studios do it and it works well. This just felt so... Pieced together like it was paper on top of paper. Yes! Mm -hmm. Thank you. I was trying to figure out how to like word that. It, yeah. it might just be that, it might just be that, you know, crunch and they need to get something out because that tends to be happening when you when you like there's a big difference you lean on the cgi and we get something like this versus when you incorporate cgi and then we get attack on titan also, but then there's how, also how the much, pacing how much, this, how much of this is covid related because we also are when they released like... it was during when they announced it i think it got delayed for covid and then they was decided to run through it I, i'm not even sure the details but the anim uh, it was okay, I guess, and I thought I would get more in the first season, but I I have to say I it's also the pacing too because if you have bad pacing in the story that you're telling, you're gonna lose your audience, and that's where it got and 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 law knows I've recommended bad animations, I've recommended tons of bad animations, um this I it, it killed me with the pacing for this and I felt like there was stuff that could have been handled like things that they stretched out could have been handled in like one episode and they just it, it was just poor pacing it's like they were like we're gonna stretch this out because we want to have this x y and z amount of episodes it, it was like you might as well just give me filler that's it i would have been happier with filler than something that's dragging and dragging and dragging and dragging and i'm like you know. i mean that's also it also probably has to do with the fact that too that the anime has like 50 something chat the manga has 50 something chapters we got 12 episodes and at the end of episode 12 we were at chapter 19 yeah there's no filler in this they don't yeah. they're not giving us any filler it's literally just adapting what one. the manga is into the animation but they just took what we saw on it and it's not animating it right. it's not fluid it's not you're not really seeing the movement of these fights that i wanted to see like i wanted to see his legs actually break i wanted to see i didn't wanted to see it as something that just got plastered on yeah this is I definitely know. not a manga that you would give and i don't i don't know 
what Graphene Leak has done or the, the caliber of the artist, because obviously artists are still talented, right? But like mm-hmm. maybe this wasn't the end of the manga to adapt for a green, a greener studio because yeah. there is so much going on. Right. There's so right. much happening in this show. There's so much happening. There's so much action. It's so action heavy that sure you can put action on paper and we can read it and we can visualize it, mm-hmm. but you got to be able to translate it. Like, like Attack on Titan translates <laughs> the action like incredibly, you know, like uh, yep. uh, Levi, the Levi scene, yes. the Levi spin top when he goes up the Beast Titan's arm in season three. I read that and I was like, yo, this shit's gonna be amazing animated. And then the scene happened and it lived up to it. So, like, that's see, a huge challenge. I think, see, Attack on Titan takes the animation to another level mm-hmm. where the, the, the manga to me isn't as clear, it isn't as. That you you're still trying to figure things, what's going on in the visuals on the manga? Because I read it out. I'm already up to. I know what's gonna happen before. Did you finish it? This. Yeah, I'm done. Did you care I'm, for the ending? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm not gonna spoil it. But I heard that they're going to change what they're gonna it. for the animation. So I'm looking forward to the changes. We'll see what they do with it. it was I was not. I was not happy entirely. However. I took it for what it was, and I'm hoping that what they change will be better. Well, I mean, yes. I want to point out is just like you know, there was no excuse with the, how the fight scenes and all that kind of drag because, like you said, we've brought up so many great animations. So when you just bring it up, Attack on Titan. I mean, even the fight that we saw with Midoriya and Todoroki in My Hero Academia in the first season. And that was just a masterpiece in an animation fight scene. We've seen some great animation fight scenes in Castlevania. Um, and, and Since it's just, season one. And it's... Yeah. Like, no, see, Castlevania like, was consistent throughout, bro. It was like, just, But just to put that as a preface, too, because like yeah. it got good. And obviously, they put money into it. They were like, we need to put more money. But since season one, it was solid. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Attack on Titan, since season one, was solid. The and yeah, this is the this the is translation like, to animation yeah. from Attack on Titans manga to to the screen. It's sick. It's sick. It's just and I, so. And good. I really think the animation, all they really wanted to focus on was what was going on with Venus and her manservants, um, being her. Aphrodite? Yeah, Aphrodite. Aphrodite. There you go. Yeah, Aphrodite. Venus. Venus, Venus is accurate. Venus <laughs> is accurate. There you go. Yes. Yes. You see. Usually we'd be throwing well, sea bass under the bus, but he was right. It was just was the right. Roman version. <laughs> no, 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 but she's no Aphrodite is a different god. She's the Greek version. But Venus is her is her Roman name. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he, was, yeah. he was close. He, he was in, he was in, okay. Listen, you know, listen, it was too much for me when the wind blew up and then her tits flew in her face. I was like, what the fuck is going on in this show? <laughs> I was like, why? Why is this here? Like, also, like, it's not like we haven't seen great, like, tournament. Like, it's different seeing, like, great action scenes mm-hmm. versus great tournament fights. Because you know tournament fights get real ridiculous. We've seen the everything from, like, way back when Yu Hakusho tournament, like, uh, you know, to now. DBZ like DBZ did it, man. Like, DBZ did like, it. DBZ yeah. was, like, the king of, like, the tuning hyper- Tuning exams in Naruto, like, was better yeah. than this. Like, how- yeah, it's wild. DBZ we're just in like, the 90s on, was like the flash fights, and they're all up in each other's grills, and it's like, and like, but you, it, they're doing something, and I still right. got it. Like, because that, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing, too. Like, you'll see in DBZ fights where they do like, ping, 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 and, you, and like, the audience goes, we can't see it, and they go, 
I can't fucking see that because yeah. it's moving too fucking fast. But then they flash to actually them fighting and you see them blocking or whatever. Mm-hmm. We got none of that. It was just nope. yeah, explosions. And it was like, you got the yeah. guy. Oh man, I see what's going on. I don't, motherfucker. I, <laughs> I feel like we got, we, yeah. I feel like the elements they focused on was also a lot of the, the, the cheese that was going on, on on the side, like the, with the, what was it the first fight with the army that was like Matt, like leader, leader, general? No, 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 like, that's that's in the manga. I yeah. But I feel like I, I, that's uh, like like that's all. No, it's it, they literally it's, transferred it, everything. Yeah, there isn't no. any filler. It isn't anything that they they transferred over. They just don't animate it well. Yeah, it's a a faithful adaptation. Like mm-hmm. adapt like as adaptation goes, a plus. Yeah, <laughs> a plus yeah. for adaptation. But you need to put the shit together. So right. you know when you get an A. And like an F, you average out to a C. <laughs> yeah. There you That's go. That's a good, yeah. yeah. I agree. <laughs> so let's move on because um again, I wanted to get into the whole thing about Netflix anime, but we're not gonna get into that because Neo Yokio was on that list. So I am not touching Neo Yokio with, with, with a stick. No, we'll, we'll pass it. We'll pass I haven't that. Seen but it. What you got? Yeah. Well, let's jump into Scar Joe and Disney. Drama, 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 drama. Rightful. <laughs> Rightful uh, drama, though. Rightful. Yeah, I'm like, yo, get your bag. It's still drama, but she needs to get her bag. I think um, Disney, Disney dropped Disney, not Marvel, uh, (laughs) dropped the egg on this. You know, I think uh, you're not. You know, I have a theory. Yeah, I have a theory, and I want to share with everybody here. It's going to be on air here. So, you notice how we have a new CEO in Disney now, right? The guy who used to run the uh, amusement parks. Okay. And you see how this is all happening under his watch. And the fact that is this, and, and the only reason I say that is because I remember the whole thing that was going down with Tom Holland, and when Tom Holland reached out to Bob Eager and um, Kevin Feige, were like, "This, and I want to keep working." Um, they were like, "You know what? Let's do what we got to do to make this happen." As you know, the kid is right. What um, happened with work- Tom Holland? Well, they originally his Sony deal was about to uh, his deal with oh, Sony and Marvel. Yeah, yeah, and they and you know they were they didn't do anything like public or anything like that. So what's being said is that right now, um, to shame Scar Joe, which again, I, I believe she's right. Um, what she's doing, she deserves everything and all the money for her hard work. Um, I like the hybrid system and they should renegotiate all everyone's contracts to fit that model because this new system, I think it works and it's going to work to make billions later on um because we we're at the infancy of it but the thing is is that they've revealed like her um her income in investor meetings they've kind of shamed her that way and and even kevin feige is sticking up for her saying he's upset with the situation like you're messing with my talents and we all know that feige is the guy that was like you know what i want to put the right people in place to tell a story and i remember when marvel was purchased by disney how they were like, we don't want to mess with their stories. We don't want to mess with their storytelling. We want to see them advance. We're not jumping in there. We're not managing anything. And this is uh, the last time we'll see her. Like, so like send her out like this is kind of thing dirty. is the thing is with Loki, it kind of opens a door. We can still see a flashback or an alternate reality version. Yeah. It doesn't rule that out. And I don't I don't like this situation. I I don't. I think there could have been something where they worked out a different deal with her. Um, I think that it didn't have to get to this point. Um, 
I don't know what conversations was had beforehand. However, I think we she knew at some point they were going to do a dual release. I mean, there's no way she didn't know. Everybody, that's how they were doing everything. We did go through a world-changing event. And that's, I get she worked hard for it. She deserves her portion. Fine. What should have taken place was re revisit her contract and amend it to accommodate these types of changes. As opposed to, well, we're going to do dual. I mean, she's still going to get money regardless. She made money regardless. Millions and millions and millions of dollars. I'm not against the fact that she should fight for what's hers. However, I don't like the way it was when it went about. You're kind of like cutting a bridge. And um, and that's something that I'm not really a fan of. If we had, if they had sat down and spoke to them, like, this is what we didn't, this is what, if you're anticipating to release this, I mean, we got, we got a confirmation date of the date. You knew it was coming. You knew they were going to do this. Why wait till after they announce what they made on it to then sue? Yeah. I, I mean, so, so the one thing we do know um, is that with Wonder Woman 84, that WB gave, uh, went to Patty Jenkins and to, and, and you know, we can clown the movie, but went to Patty Jenkins <laughs> and to Gal Gadot, and they ended up giving them cash right because it became a, a home release so and we don't know what what was happening in the background like right. for scar joe to put out this lawsuit and for like for it to go out and be public shit was going on in the background before it went public right like you've got to do a bunch of stuff going on before we get to lawsuit like i don't think she woke up one day and was like i'm about to go black widow in their asses and <laughs> i would hope i would i would think that they probably had conversations and whoever's running that and figured well we'll keep to your contract keep to your contract because the contract was the majority of her money would be coming from from ticket sales or like the ticket revenue mm -hmm. and we're unsure of the story and the room where it all happened like we just know that at the end of those conversations mm -hmm. she felt she needed to Put a lawsuit out and request damages for because the the movie did you know money lost the right it took know. away she because when they announced how much they made off of the Disney release the Disney Plus um it was like fifty mil some I forgot what the number was but her she would have anticipated at least fifty million in sales from that number and that's where then the lawsuit ensued. Because yeah. Disney announced how much they made from the Disney Plus release, where she's, I guess she's not getting a portion of that. Have they revisited her contract and said, okay, since we're doing a dual release, you'll get a portion of this, you'll get a portion of this prior to the release. They, they, I, I, they had to be have conversations before that. Yeah, yeah that's what and I'm saying. Just, and that's what they're saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's definitely, there must have been conversations before. We don't know if her people reached out to them saying, hey, our contract was originally, this is theatrical release. I get a cut of theatrical release. What's going on with the dual release? Like, we don't, you know, whatever side of the argument that we can all be on, we don't know. Right. We can just go based off the fact that a lawsuit was made because of the the, the contract the contract at hand. Like, we mm -hmm. all know that Disney and Warner Brothers doing this is screwing with the theater chains. And most of us don't really give a shit. We don't like. Uh, we don't like. It's like the I'm same. I'm gonna thing be with, honest. I'm still gonna watch it at home. I enjoy you know, I'm it. I'm still I gonna mean... watch it at home. I wanna. I wanna watch it at home. I'll pay the thirty dollars. I got my big screen TV. I got my sound bar. I can pause it when my kids are acting up. I can watch it again. <laughs> like I don't. I'm. I'm. No, I'm it's a good, good service. I I enjoy it better. But you we know? got a question from Michael. Did you guys like Wonder Woman '84? Uh, we did an episode, and it, nah. I'm indifferent. We're yeah, we're very <laughs> indifferent. I liked it. 
My daughter was, liked it. Yeah, that, and I'm, he, I'm I'm good with that. My daughter has it a wasn't great. great. Has a yeah. good representation for her for Wonder Woman. Sure. I'm here for it. I mean, it wasn't the worst <laughs> DC film, but it wasn't the greatest, and it 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 it. it but this way for me, at all, it was I, really I, bad. <laughs> if Wonder Woman eighty four, if Wonder Woman eighty four came out during the time of Daredevil, it would have been great. But yeah, no, I don't. No, I would still give Daredevil over that one. It was oh. so bad. I was I mad at the villain. See, for me, DC villains make a lot of the majority of their content entertaining, but huh, it was not good. It was just not good. <laughs> Anyway, anyway moving on. I apologize that I had to bring in WW84, but you set the point that Warner Brothers did good by their talent, which is something we never hear them say. Uh, you know, um, yeah. right? I think that's the thing. So we need to. We need. We don't know the whole story. So I'm not. Yeah. I'm not sure. Right. We know Isn't that theater teams are getting an over with their actor, yeah. with their with their with their actors. Period. Listen, I'm. I'm just hoping they work out something with their actors. They work out something where the situation they, they need to because because yeah. redo your contract. They, they the world has getting, changed. They are getting a hundred percent of the profits from this Disney Plus thing. Like all these theater chains saying, "Oh, we could have made all this money in part." No, they no, you didn't. There's a percentage that goes to you, and there's a percentage that goes to Disney. And Disney's like, you know what? Adapt or die. Whatever that bear grill shit is. Adapt and overcome. All pierce of year. You'll be all right. We'll make the content. We'll put it out in theater, but we're releasing here. What's the worst that's going to happen? They're coming out the bag. Like $60 million? Sure. In the, in the breakdown, sure, $60 million as a whole isn't, that, isn't a lot, but the percentage is what the key is there. $60 million to Disney. Not mm -hmm. $60 million broken up to AMC, Regal. And the, the thing is, is that that's the name of the game. Make your money. Yeah. I'm not even mad. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I think... Hopefully, you know, hopefully they get this resolved. I do think that because her deal was based off the based off the theatrical release and they pushed this shit back like three fucking times, they do right by Scarjo because she is an OG Avenger. And hopefully she, they figure so out. The movie what's made going. 264 million worldwide in yeah. movie in box office release. That's still a good freaking number. No, it still is. And I'm what I'm hoping is this is that this doesn't mess up a situation where for future movies that we get that gets rid of this hybrid system because they're already talking about Eternals is gonna be straight theater release and they're not gonna use this hybrid system with I think like, the Delta variant has a has something else to say about yeah. that. <laughs> I think they need to go back and everything that they have planned, revisit a contract, make an amendment, and say, yeah. look, this is what we're gonna have to do because the world has changed. Period. Like it shows that people will buy the stuff. J uh, Jungle Cruise made money from from the home release. Mm -hmm. You know, like these movies are the good movies or the the exciting. What's movies her name? Making, this girl money. with Corella. What's this girl's name with Corella? Oh, she's Emma, now thinking. Emma Stone. She now wants to think about whether or not she's going to sue as well, bro. Okay. You got sequels coming up. Don't play yourself. Just revisit yeah. your contract. Theaters were dying before the pandemic. Only the time they were making money was from Disney um, and Fast. Yeah. Right. Fast and Furious, Space. It's true. it's true. All these other great movies that are coming, like The Green Knight and all that. Like, I just want to watch this shit at home. Why yeah. does it need to come? Like, I want to. I want to. The world give the world of streaming. Yeah. I want to literally give 24 money, but I'm not giving them money by going to the theater. Mm -hmm. Tied let, let, let me let me rent it for twenty dollars because I want to watch this movie. I heard great things. Put on Tied on that sticky floor. I heard. Anyway, go ahead. Right. I've heard amazing things, and I want to watch it. For but which I one? Watch it. That uh, the Green Knight. 
with Dev Patel. Oh yeah. yes, okay. Yeah. So I got the final question because I want to get everyone to weigh in on this one because it's 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 been a fun episode. Um, early reviews for Harley for uh Harley Quinn uh, for Suicide Squad are in. Are you guys excited? Because we're I covering am. it next week. I am. When is that coming out? This Friday. Friday. Really? I'm excited because the reviews that are coming out are based off uh, pub, pub, uh, about sites that I follow. It's not just the Rotten Tomato score. Rotten right. Tomato okay. score was last week and it was like, oh, it was 99. And we're all like, that don't I mean shit. But review sites that I like are saying it's really good. Uh, and okay. that's what makes me excited for uh, the, the movie. And I'm, I'm excited to see it. I mean, we all knew. I had a feeling, inclination, it was going to be pretty good because of who's yeah. writing and who's directing it. Um, is amazing. You know? And they they brought him on, and he probably was like, you can't touch my movie. It's my movie, or I'm not doing right. it. Right. I'm, I'm he's, he's I think he's very adamant on ma making sure he gets the product he wants to get out there. And I'm, I'm, I'm all for it being a, uh, a better than the first part. Um, it was... He did great with Guardians, and this was kind of like, Disney, you messing with me, I'm going to fuck with you too. And he went with D DC, did this movie, couldn't, you know, and so they brought him back in, let him do his job. They, but they, they were acquiring Fox. That's all it was. It was just a show. <laughs> That's all it was. They gave him a note, here, go to WB, go direct a DC movie, and once we acquire Fox and get all our shit back, we'll, we'll open you back to open arms. Yeah, and because they're giving him two movies coming back to Marvel. He has the Christmas special and Guardians Three. Yeah, and he's fucking genius, bro. Yeah, he that that series. So for so what he's done with Guardians has been amazing. I, I mean, I didn't even care for Guardians in the comic books until he came into the movies. I, I'm gonna yeah. be honest. No, are you yeah. excited? Suicide Squad? Not excited. I'm gonna watch it. I I hold all reservations for mm -hmm. DC. Exactly. And it's not that I don't I'm trust, uh, you know, James Gunn. I think he's gonna be phenomenal. I think the casting is fucking phenomenal. I think Nathan Fillion is gonna be fucking hilarious as he always is, and like a bunch of the cast is fucking stacked. I'm here for it. But as I'm with sure all it will DC be things, right? It's like I know it's gonna be good. I feel like it should be good, but I don't get my hopes up for DC anymore, mm -hmm. and that's just who I am now. I get it. I agree. I, I think it's gonna be with, with my Batman. Where is it? Hoodie. I like. I promise you guys. Like it's like, oh, Laura's like Team Marvel. I'm not. I just do I am. not have the energy. I do not have the energy to be a DC person when it comes to their movies. The animations, Chef's Kiss. Yep. Comics, Chef's Kiss. Movies, I'm good. I'm all the way. Good. I think this will be one of the better DC movies. I don't. I don't think it would still hold a complete fame to what Marvel has done with their franchise. Honestly, it it also feels super in its own world because again, it's like we're gonna just keep pumping out That's movies. All DC can do. It's, it's like pump out movies and it's like contained worlds. It's like where like where are you putting this movie? Where is like it doesn't correlate with anything else at all, and I don't think it will. I feel Mike. like it, it's barely going to correlate with the first movie. No, they're going to try only Harley, only Harley because of her popularity. It's like they're like, did you think that it was was a direct sequel or a reboot? And they're like, it's a bit of both. Yeah, no. Did yeah. you did, wait? It's wait, bit, it's a bit of wait, both. I got I'm one for you. Be Mike, Michael has one for you. Because did you guys see the marketing for Suicide Squad? They literally say the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy. How does DC let that fly? Using Marvel for their marketing, crazy world we live in, right? Yep. I mean, yep. what else are they going to say from the director What's up, Mike? of Slither? 
Everybody doesn't know. Check out um, again um, a credit chat and also to a credit con. Gave those announcements, Mike. We giving those those shout outs, brother. Uh, peace of love for you, brother. Yes. Sure. I, mean, what, I mean, what are they going to say? The director of Slither? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, we 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 like James we Gunn, know, but but we know what he's known for. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, yeah. guess, you know, I mean, that's the thing. You could say, uh, you know, producer Brightburn, cool, because Brightburn was a good. I enjoyed Bright, me and Steve. Oh yeah, enjoyed Brightburn. Okay. Um, but like Guardians of the Galaxy is like Ace in the Hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike Lopez. <laughs> yeah, but still, right? No, love, love. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, listen, we all know this. Wherever James Gunn is filming at, wherever he is directing a movie at, Michael Roker is sure to follow. Mm. He was in Slither, he was in Guardians, he's in this, and they thought he was gonna be cast as actors are like that. Like where this person goes, I'm going. Like, say less. Yes, Nathan Fillion's character. And it, it does have to hurt because again, they had to. I really feel um you want to know what's funny? Just to point that point, um, everyone remembers the advertisement for the first Suicide Squad movie, right? It was Will Smith. Yeah. So we. What was Will Smith? Wait, you mean Will Smith's movie? Wait, wait. Um, advertisement? Do you mean the advertisement with the dark tone or the advertisement? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You remember the dark where tone? They just said and then, to just then, change the movie. Yeah, and then we got the Guardians trailer that dropped, and they're like, "Let's just change the whole tone. Let's do the music." And like, it was like, "Dude, yeah." Like, what they, are you doing? They want. They wanted James Gunn. It was, they wanted James when they Gunn. did that. I was like, "Yo, y'all." Y'all really copying something right now, fam. Like y'all stick yeah. just stick to the dark. That's that's your that's it, your it was, Marvel it was, movie. It was like stick to the dark tones, but then like have an ending that made sense. Because y'all really don't y'all y'all they do also, the first two parts okay, and then like the third act, y'all just fucking take it and throw it. And you're like, right? I don't let's, care. Let's see what sticks. Oh, Listen, it, I, and then they also I, I remember more of advertisements of Joker's character in it. They didn't. It was just not there, and then oh it's more about Will Smith banking on his popularity. It was just not. Right. It was okay for a DC movie. That's yeah. it. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna end the well, show. Well, a movie with DC characters. But I'm gonna end the show here. We're 13 minutes over. Exactly. I mean, I'm just want to let everyone know. I want to. I want to let everyone know we will be talking about Suicide Squad next week. Um, it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about the James Gunn, the director of the Guardians of the Galaxies Suicide Squad movie next week. Yep. Here so for next nine. week on the 11th, What If begins, and we will be reviewing that on episode one on the 18th. Early reactions are out. People have been watching the first three episodes. I am hyped for that. I am also, excited. also, also, what if it's canon? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Big, big announcement. If yep. you guys haven't, you know, heard that. that, that That's drop. not something that we've experienced when we had the issues in the comic books. It was never anything listed on the what if title as a canon title. Because now that the, the title this in, uh, it's going to be, it's exciting. I can't wait. I can't There's wait. There's always a plan just opened up have... so much possibility. I'm more excited about a cartoon than I am about Suicide Squad. You see this? Oh, right. Sh- well, this, this, this has been um, Yo, I'm, I'm the, the Savage. <laughs> this, we're gonna start styling you the Savage Mac for that one. All right, so this has been your boy Sebastian. It's your boy Law. And your boy Tone from across the hall. And your homegirl V Mac. Thank Peace. you guys.